Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hey folks, we'll start the show here in just one second. But first, the sizzle of a delicious offering from Omaha Steaks on the grill is your official soundtrack to the summer. Omaha Steaks offers a variety of options that everyone loves. Steak, seafood, chicken, pork, burgers, or birders, easy-to-make meals, desserts, and more. Right now, Omaha Steaks is offering a limited-time deal. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter the code LIBERAL into the search bar, and order the Grand Summer Grill-Out Package today. Order this package, and Omaha Steaks will throw in four free hamburgers and four free gourmet jumbo franks. They call them burgers, right? Four free jumbo uh, franks. Every order is flash frozen, vacuum sealed, and safely delivered to your door in a cooler with dry ice. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak, by the way. It's a culinary masterclass. 100 years of family tradition, exclusive premium beef, aged to peak tenderness, and guaranteed perfection in every bite. Go to omahasteaks.com, type liberal in the search bar, and order the Grand Summer Grill Out Package. You'll receive four free burgers and four free jumbo franks. Fill your freezer with enough gourmet food to keep your grill fired up all summer long with Omaha Steaks. OmahaSteaks.com. Enter the code LIBERAL in the search bar. And now, let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hey, McFly, what do you think you're doing? Hey, I'm talking to you, McFly, you Irish bug. Oh, hey, Biff, hey, guys, how are you doing? Yeah, you got my homework finished, McFly? Uh... Well, actually, I figured since it wasn't due till Monday. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? Hey, think with fly. Think. I gotta have time to recopy. You realize what would happen if I hand in my homework and your handwriting? I'll get kicked out of school. You wouldn't want that to happen, would you? Would you? Well, now, of course not. No, I wouldn't no. want that to happen. So what are you looking at, butthead? Hey, Biff, get all of this guy's life preserver. Dork thinks he's gonna drown. Yeah. So, uh, how about my homework, McFly? Uh... Okay, Biff. Well, I'll uh, I'll finish that on up tonight, and then I'll uh, bring it over first thing tomorrow morning. Okay, not too early. I sleep in Sunday. Oh, mm-hmm. McFly, your shoes on time. Oh, oh, ah. <laughs> don't be so gullible, McFly. Okay. I don't want to see you in here okay. again. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye, bye. Bob Seska. Bob. Bob. It's Bob. The Bob Seska Show. Cheated on his SATs, did he? Who could have predicted? From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, July 7, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi, what's up? My name is Bob. Hello, Bob. I'm back from vacation. Day 1,265 of the Trump crisis, 119 days until the 2020 presidential election, and uh, oh my God, sitting right over there, it's my good friend. Mike Elson. Hey, Buzz, how you doing? (laughs) So, so they, they, what we just heard there, what we just heard coming into the show, was that a live feed of a cabinet meeting? <laughs> I think so. God damn it, that fucking cheater. <laughs> welcome. Welcome back, Bob. Hi, thank Bob. You, hi, hi, everybody. Uh, he, of course, is Bob. I'm Buzz. And we're both on the list of possible Kanye West running mates. <laughs> I didn't know you were on that list. I know I was, because yeah. I'm just I, that unserious. Right. May the best man win. Right. Uh, we're we're opening. I you, you may have heard uh, Trump wants to have a, like a garden, a national garden of American heroes. It's just a it's a park full of statues, yeah. which sounds spooky. Mm-hmm. But so uh, we've decided to, to set up our own uh, national garden of American heroes. 
Uh, we're we're going to have statues of the entire Obama family, uh, Maya Angelou, <laughs> uh, Cesar Chavez, uh-huh. John Stewart, yeah. and and Flo from the insurance commercial. Whoa! Can't leave her That's out. <laughs> a fun outing for the kids. Right. Uh, scientists have discovered uh, the, the coronavirus droplets. This was in the news this morning. They've discovered that coronavirus droplets can linger in the air for hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, scientists say it's very much like the stupidity after a Trump speech. <laughs> sort of hangs there. <laughs> well, you know, we've, we've all learned a lot, haven't we, about medicine during this pandemic? Yeah, I mean, a little bit. For example, uh, did you know that a Trumpectomy is elective surgery? No idea. Uh, and and this is the first year. Uh, I'm sad to share this with everybody, but it's the first year that Bob and I have had to cancel our annual surfing trip to Malibu uh, because of the coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, normally, it's because neither one of us knows how to surf. <laughs> All right, ripping off the free world because Trump keeps stealing Neil Young's music. Damn it. <laughs> Rocky Mountain Mike. Neil Young. Yeah. Neil Young is n- not happy. Not you know, happy with the president. The president steals everything. Everything is fair game with this guy. Every, you know? Everything that's not nailed down. <laughs> so, 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 Bob, what are we cooking on the show today? I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm saying. I don't know where I am. Am I back? Am I not back? I feel like, uh, you know, I'm just kind of reacclimating. I'm re-entering the atmosphere. It's uh, Well, while you were gone, I was, uh, I missed wrecking someone else's show. So I went on uh, uh, Corona Kitchen. Oh yeah, uh, that was that's right. that was the most fun, and I know you were watching. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't get to read your comments until after the show, but I enjoyed each and every one of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it was great. It was an entertaining. I, I wish you were on the show every time they do one of those things. It was the hundredth episode, and yeah. uh, and you brought along some fun facts. I enjoyed your uh, anecdote about cashews. My Alton Brown food science. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. And of course, naturally, as I was watching, I wanted to stick my face in the pizza that uh, Debriana oh. was. Man, didn't that look good? And yeah. then she ate it right in front of us. Just absolutely delicious. So uh, congratulations to uh, Debriana for her 100th yes. episode of the Corona Kitchen. And also, great job on the show. Great job. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. It was so fun. much fun. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. I, had to, I had to join you and, and Rocky Mountain Mike in doing that, and I'm glad I did. That's right. And, of course, you didn't prepare anything on your own. Rocky Mountain Mike no. seems to be the only one who got sucked yeah. into doing that of the three of well, us. Well, you know, I... I I, I must I must say I'll I'll, I'll share this with you. Yeah. Uh, a couple of my ideas were rejected. Ah. So, <laughs> and and because and because I really uh, didn't really wasn't outfitted to camera whatever I might be doing in the kitchen, yeah. and because I don't have that much confidence in doing it, I can talk about cooking. Ah, I can talk about anything. <laughs> but I uh, but but I just wasn't comfortable with actually doing it on camera. I uh, see. I was thinking yeah. brownies that have extra ingredients added to them, but I guess you know not, uh, if. They they ever i don't know if they would be interested in that but if they are i'll, I'll come back well there i mean i figure there was beer on the show so if there's yeah, beer what's, what's wrong true. with some some yeah, brownies you know, that funny. have the happy hay in there huh? i don't really i don't really drink that much beer but man the beer i had that night tasted good it just you know i was in the mood for it it hit it hit the spot yeah you know i spent most of my vacation just up to my ass in wires and cables and adapters <laughs> and computer things but i hope yeah. everything is arranged now i mean it sounds like the show sounds a little different in my ears, but I don't know if that's going to sound any different to uh, people listening. But uh, suffice to say, I mean, I rewired everything. I repaired a bunch of crap that was wrong with my computers that was kind of uh, haunting the show yeah. <laughs> on an ongoing basis. It seemed like every episode, something was going haywire. And uh, so hopefully now, knock on wood, knock on all the wood, 
Uh, we're all set. We're all ready to roll here uh, all the way up through Election Day. We're glad you're back. I'm going to take a break in a couple of weeks, but for now, we're both here, so let's do this thing. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So we're in the middle of the American Nervous Breakdown. Nothing has changed, and it's actually gotten worse over the past week or so as we watch... Uh, Everyone from various Karens to Red Hats to everyone's just going batshit on video. And again, I asked the question, if they know they're on video, why the hell do they keep doing it? If they see the cameras out, why are they blurting the N-word? As John Mulaney said, just because Trump is president doesn't mean you get to run around on Fox News Channel and say the N-word. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Basically, every hour on the hour, we're getting a new video of people just behaving badly in society. Mm-hmm. And and by badly, I mean psychotic. I mean, whether yes. it's uh, the people that we see, as I said, who are screaming at other people randomly on the street, or there, there was go. a great video of that woman who was uh, using a, a paint roller to paint over uh-huh. the Black Lives Matter slogan in uh, California. And the funny thing about that was, she really only made it into black letters instead of <laughs> right. yellow letters, which you can still plainly see. Except my question is, did she actually finish? And how much paint did she use to cover up that entire <laughs> the entire yeah. logo on the yeah. street? Yeah, we, it, I would love to know. You never know. Oftentimes, you don't even know where these things occur. Uh, and a lot of times, certainly, you, you never find out, well, how did that turn out? How did that end up? But to your uh, comment, yeah, there's a lot of screaming. There's a lot of yeah. screaming and yelling. And I wonder... Uh, what those folks feel like or would feel like seeing that played back. It's almost like when a a small toddler throws a tantrum and and then then you show them what they looked like and they're they're ashamed of it. Uh, I, I wonder if any of that would kick in or if they would be proud of their of their behavior. But there is this inordinate amount of screaming and yeah, yelling, which yeah. by the way, just projects more droplets farther. <laughs> No shit. I mean, that's one of the many things that they're screaming about. Is anyone wearing a mask? I mean, there was someone who was screaming something about QAnon at a Target store and completely dismantling their N95 mask display for some reason. She really hates... I, I All I thought of was the jerk. I thought of the, the guy, the sniper, shooting the oil cans. He hates these cans. Well, she hates those masks, and because yeah. something, something, QAnon, conspiracy, China, something, and then there was a guy down at the uh, at the beach, one of the beaches in Florida, screaming at the lawyer who dresses up like the Grim Reaper. I mean, see that yes. sentence right there. If you want to know, Bob, what the hell are you talking about when it comes to this American nervous breakdown? Well, there, there it is. Right. No, these are all fine. These these yeah. are symptoms that everything's fine. A man is dressed as the Grim Reaper walking the beaches of Florida. And this happens. Yes, of course. And also, as I said, lots and lots of Karens. One Karen 12. One Karen 12. See the man. This fall on NBC. See the black man minding his own business and asking that you please keep your dog on a leash. Code 3. Come right along with the high-geared excitement of Karen 12. As the pulse of threatened irrelevance beats on, rev up with action-packed neighborhood nosiness prowls. Karen 12. One Karen 12. One Karen 12. See the black family holding a barbecue at the lake. Complain the family isn't following park rules. Call the police. A stakeout of the local grocers. One Karen 12. Be advised. Grocer is requiring you to wear a mask when entering the store. Please proceed to Trader Joe's on Balboa Boulevard, Granada Hills. Walk around without a mask until someone notices you. Make a scene. Throw a tantrum. Complain about your rights. Handle code batshit. Breaking up a normal, peaceful situation. One Karen 12. One Karen 12. Forget it. You're useless. It's Karen 12. From the people who brought you She's a Dragnet this fall on NBC. In color. In color. Yes. Rocky Mountain Mike once again. Uh, Lynn Lynn McManus in there and uh, voiceover Jeff Hoyt. uh, Very nice. (laughs) Thank you so much. Classic. Oh, shit. Yeah. So yeah, they're everywhere, and and male Karens and female Karens. It, it, it struck me while I was listening to that also that I think perhaps if you, if you remember the old TV show Bewitched, mm-hmm. uh, I think maybe Gladys Kravitz was the original Karen. <laughs> 
Maybe so. <laughs> I didn't quite make that connection, but sure, yeah, now I can see it. But Spying I mean, on the neighbors, calling I, the police. Obviously, what all of this is, what is precipitating the bad behavior, the awful behavior, the atrocious social behavior of so many people yeah. in this country right now is the fact that reality is bashing up against their Trump fiction. All the bullshit exactly. that they've been fed on Fox News Channel, coming from the White House, coming from Trump's rallies right. and so on, uh, Trump's Twitter feed, uh, all of that crap is crashing up against reality because they're seeing... This, yeah. right. this, this is what happens when you turn off news and you turn off science uh, and yeah. uh, you wander off the path this way. This is the result you get. Absolutely. And so what's happening is, is they see... Uh, their own people, their own family members, their own friends succumbing to coronavirus, and they're going, well, wait a minute, the president's saying this is a hoax. Wait a minute, Fox News said no big deal. Wait a minute, 99% of all of the cases are nothing, no big deal. And then they're hearing about people who are having their legs amputated and who are having ongoing issues with kidney uh, failure. And, and the more it goes this way, the closer we get to election. That's right, that's right. It, so, it, it, as this gets increases as this situation you've just described increases and intensifies and it is and it will yeah. in trump country as the election approaches just you know put that in your pocket you know what's fascinating buzz is to imagine what must be happening inside uh, brad parscale's death star in fact what's <laughs> what's happening inside donald trump's own addled worm infested brain right now because uh according to electoral history with donald trump when he says obnoxious things his poll numbers go up. Not anymore. It doesn't right, seem right. to be working out the same right. way it used to it's for him. And it's got to be confusing and really upsetting. For, <laughs> for Trump supporters, the fun is wearing off. That's right. That's right. When you're cornered, and in this case with logic and facts, yeah. uh, the tendency is to lash out. And, mm -hmm. and, and maybe that's some of what we're seeing. But honestly, I mean, I re really, I'm glad you started where you did because I too have been focused, uh, unfortunately, somewhat on all the screaming and yelling. Yeah, I I'm trying to figure out what is really generating. I mean, obviously, there's this uh, collision of fact and reality. That's, that's what it is. That's part of it's, it. Yeah, yeah, that's very much it. I think it really goes to the ignorance that I spoke of, the mm -hmm. ignorance of what's going on in the news, yeah. and the ignorance of science, the refusal to listen to either the news or to scientists. When you get that many people refusing to acknowledge the reality of which you speak, yeah. then a large segment of the population is disconnected from that reality. And, and, and now, because they feel cornered and maybe somewhat embarrassed, they're backed into a corner and they're lashing out. Yeah, and again, I spent most of the vacation on Twitter. Uh, absolutely <laughs> couldn't resist. I had to go back. I had to stick uh, my you, face in the plasma stream. You, you really know how to relax, don't you? <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, as I'm doing that, I'm seeing all these videos come down. And mm, the other thing I'm observing at the same time are just all of the stupid people who continue to conglomerate together without wearing masks, without social distancing, without any attempt whatsoever along those lines, knowing that the numbers are spiking with coronavirus. And, and, that, and I'm just, I keep thinking to myself as I'm just trying to relax through my vacation, Oh, my God, the vast stupid. The stupid on the march, the idiocracy yeah. on the march in this country, and it's getting, and, it's not getting better. And the lack of leadership. And I, I think that's maybe even uh, the more pressing issue of education. I've always said yeah. long-term goal. Should have started a long time ago. Going to take a while to catch up. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, education is key. But also, this is not political. This is young people now. The average age of a coronavirus case uh, a patient in Florida is now 21. There, where yeah. are the where are the boomer jokes we were hearing at the beginning of this? <laughs> uh, this thing has changed dramatically in that respect. These are young people, regardless of their political stripe, who just want to get out and party again. They're going to restaurants and they're going to bars and they're going to parties, or yeah. at least they were until things started shutting down again. This is an so. How do what's the answer to that? What's the answer to an apolitical movement by young people to ignore uh, uh, rules, uh, yeah. uh, uh, nas national rules, preferably uh, a national unified leadership, or at the very least, uh, adequate leadership at the state level in all of the states that have a problem right now, which is about 38 of the 50. Yep, yep. And, you know, looking at this from 30,000 feet, it's amazing what a little bit of time away from doing a podcast and writing will do to your perspective. Yeah. I mean, so I oh, was it able really to, to yeah. kind of look at this from a broad stroke perspective. And 
Here's where we are right now. More than 130,000 Americans are dead on Donald Trump's watch. 32,500 Benghazis or 44 September 11th attacks. The United States has accumulated the worst rate of new coronavirus infections in the world, also on Trump's watch, and uh, indeed directly attributable to the president's twisted, malicious self-insistence upon prematurely reopening the economy since when right. April he was starting to talk about that. Russia, right. meanwhile, is paying bounties to Taliban fighters who murder American soldiers. As, or as we call it, Tuesday. <laughs> 20,000 yeah. 20, lies told since Inauguration Day. And again, uh-huh. the whole point of this is that somehow, knowing all of this, Trump is miraculously polling in the low 40s. Now, I know the numbers are going down. As we were discussing earlier, it's working in yeah. reverse the way it used to work. But now he I, still remains hovered in that I, low 40s range. And you got to wonder, how the hell is this happening? And the only explanation to come up with is the American nervous breakdown. That's it right there. Here's how I give myself solace in the mm. fact that he ranks so highly in overall approval that forty whatever it is, yeah, uh, and then and then, <laughs> you know, and then and then ranks so embarrassingly low in specific issues. Yeah, Americans disagree with him on almost everything. Yep. So how can that be? How do you how do you reconcile that account? How do you how do you balance that out? Well, to me, I think I've come up with the answer: cult status. That overall rating is how do you feel about him as a superhero slash cult figure? Uh, and, and, And that's what that number says to me. Uh, and and that number does not represent to me, and certainly the polls don't represent, mm-hmm. that that's how people will vote when they go to the polls this November. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm seeing a wider margin than that. And, and here's the thing. You're talking about uh, Trump's eagerness to reopen. Why did he do that? Uh, to get the economy going again of, in time for the election so he could brag about it. Yeah. But the way he's done it, by rushing into it, by doing it too early, by encouraging the states to open too early... What he's done is caused a second uh, surge of this virus that's going to force and has already started forcing everything to close down again Mm -hmm. just in time for his election. His goal of making the economy better before the election was so ineptly pursued that it's the economy will actually be worse, I predict, uh, by election day. And in fact, you know, um, you're on to something here because while I'm suggesting that maybe 41% is way too high given the status mm-hmm. of the uh, Trump record so far, the Trump legacy, right. the fact is that his disapproval, his disapproval average, according to RCP, is the highest it's been since early January, late December of 2017 going into 2018. I mean, you have to go back that far to see his disapproval this high. And again, I underscore disapproval. So what's happening is I think a lot of American voters are starting to come home. I think a lot of American voters are deciding Mm -hmm. now because what's happening is, is his approval average still seems to be in a relative range that it's always kind of been, generally speaking. But the disapproval keeps going up, which indicates to me that people are deciding that, hey, you know what? We've given this guy chance after chance. He's just not ready for the gig. He is failing at this job. So we're landing in this category now. So where there there were maybe some undecideds before, well, those undecideds are starting to decide. That's where I'm seeing this going. I I agree. And I I think what I would say to progressives, uh, including yourself, is uh, give yourself solace in the fact that that is his cult figure approval rating. Yeah, that's yeah. how do how do you like him as a cartoon character? <laughs> I, you know, that's that's really how meaningful that is. If you look at the breakdowns, if you look at the demographics, if you look at the specific issues, yeah. he's not doing well. In fact, he sucks big time. Yeah, uh, and uh, so don't be don't be do downtrodden about mm-hmm. that uh, 40% approval rating because from my perspective, it ain't real. And you know, you really want to get an illustration as to how psychotic I am. Over the break, over the uh, holiday break or the vacation that I had, I watched uh, that Netflix documentary. It was a four-part documentary about Donald Trump. It was called Trump, the American Dream. And the oh, reason I'm only recently watching it is because every time I saw that title come up on Netflix, I went... 
uh, that's got to be some sort of ass-kissing fanboy uh, love letter to Donald Trump. I don't want to watch that. But it turns out it's not. It's actually a really interesting expose in terms of the several things that kind of compose, in a general sense, in a broad stroke sense, the Trump presidency. What The things that have happened in his life that made him the person that he is now, the awful, Uh-oh. insufferable pus monster that he is these days. And so one of the things that stuck out with me was how after his casinos spectacularly failed back in the uh, early 90s, from that point forward, Donald Trump decided, hey, you know what? This building shit, this isn't going to work for me as well as I had hoped. Maybe instead of building actual things, structures, maybe Mm -hmm. I'll just build my brand because it really is all about my public persona. And so since the early 90s, for the last three decades, Donald Trump has been all about his personal brand. And that's the thing that they sell and they license out to other uh, builders and so on. They don't build. Trump doesn't build. He just lets someone else build the crap and and then he slaps his name on it. Yeah. Stakes and ties and universities and so on. Yeah, (laughs) That's exactly right. But what occurred to me as I'm watching this is that the reason why Donald Trump will not ever, ever pivot. I know there's no hope that he ever would. I never thought he would in the first place. But the reason why so many people have called this incorrectly, Van Jones and others who said, oh, "Oh, he's finally become president. No, 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 no. Donald Trump will never deviate from his brand. That is why he is so destructive when it comes to the coronavirus. That is why he is doing all the race baiting that he's doing these days. That's why he's gone full, like, culture war in his campaign now. I think prison will make him rethink his brand. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. But, you know, I just, I think he is so set in his ways that he is so dependent yeah. upon that brand because yeah. that is his fortune insofar That's- as he has a fortune. It is entirely circulating around the Trump brand. All Bob, the things that make Trump from what? Yes, yes. Bob, this is why we have to break him. <laughs> Am I going crazy? Am I looking no, at this too no, closely? No, 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 no. And I'm saying, I'm, I mean, I'm only half kidding when I say this is why we have to break him. I think yeah, yeah. if you want him to learn this lesson, I think he might think about it in prison. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't know, but he will pay for this mm. one way or the other. Karma yeah. will have a hand in this as well as whatever prosecutors are able to pull off <laughs> well i mean it's it, again with the brand it's everything from yeah. his stupid hair and his long tie to his misshapen right. suits and his orange right. face makeup and all the rest of it all the way down to the trump name and the gold plated everything the nouveau reach <laughs> gaudy all that crap is all the, his racism his screaming on twitter the grievances that's all part of the trump brand so he is locked into that therefore if the trend keeps going the way it's going, and again, uh-huh. I knock on all of the wood, and I repeat, don't get happy. The fact is that this is going to get worse and worse for him because he has no ability whatsoever to shift away from that brand. So he's stuck. Right. Uh, he's right. in a quicksand yeah. pit of his own making is what he is. That's true. Until he goes to prison and begins to rethink his brand. But, I, but you're right. <laughs> between now and then, we still have some months to go between yeah. now and then. And uh, that being the case, uh, yeah, I think we'll see. uh, I think we will see him stick to his brand, yes. Yeah. Well, again, I highly uh, recommend the Trump the American Dream four-part documentary on Netflix. This is the problem. If you and I ever go out on that yacht like we've been talking about, (laughs) well, okay, (laughs) okay, so only I have been talking about it. But if we ever do that, uh, no TV and uh, no Twitter. (laughs) Okay. Well, I don't know. It depends on how far out to sea we are. Um, but, you know, as far as we have to go. Well, you know, as we were talking about at the top of the show, in keeping with, again, the Trump brand, maybe even in its uh, embryonic stages, even during Trump's high school years, just totally in keeping with the Trump brand, steal everything. Why do the work when you can pay someone else to do the work? And one of the things right. that we learned from uh, Mary Trump's controversial forthcoming book is that uh, Donald Trump paid someone to take his SATs, allegedly, according 
into this uh, this tell-all book by his sure, uh, niece. Sure. As a high school student in Queens, Miss Trump writes, Donald Trump paid someone to take a pre-collegiate test, the SAT, on his behalf. The high score of the uh-huh. proxy earned for him, Miss Trump adds, helped the young Mr. Trump to later gain admittance as an undergraduate to the University of Pennsylvania's prestigious Wharton Business School. And then on top of that, um, even at the start of Mr. Trump's campaign, his sister, Marianne Trump Barry, a retired federal appeals court judge, had deep reservations about his fitness for office. Miss Trump writes, quote, he's a clown. This will never happen. I guess we need our clown music. There it is. Uh, he's a clown. This will never happen. She quotes her aunt as saying during one of their regular lunches in 2015, just after Mr. Trump announced he was running for president. Marianne Trump was particularly baffled by support for her brother among evangelical Christians. So say sure. us all. Like, what the fuck is that all about? But uh, just a couple of things from the book right there. Yeah? yeah, I think it's interesting that the book is being released two weeks earlier than planned. That's kind of newsworthy, yeah. I thought, mm-hmm. uh, that it'll be out a week from today. And, uh, you know, also, uh, I'm just, it's interesting that the, of course, the advanced copies are already out. Mm -hmm. Uh, The major newspapers and other media outlets already have a copy of the book. And it basically says that the reason he's the way he is is because he was mentally abused by his father as a kid and uh, experienced some trauma, uh, the details of which I have not read. But it certainly explains and confirms what we suspected about uh, the kind of upbringing that produces a president such as this one. Interesting that uh, uh, Marianne Trump, the judge, uh, thought that uh, her brother was a clown and that he wouldn't get elected. <laughs> yeah. Those those are interesting. Uh, but but uh, the judge, uh, or former judge, I believe she is at this point, uh, also a bit of a clown and has also been involved in some hijinks, some of them in coordination with the Donald. But, you know, ultimately, I don't care what Fred Trump Sr. did or didn't do to uh, no, to Donald Trump. No. I mean, so Trump has daddy issues. Breaking news, we all right. have. We all have daddy it's a, issues. It's, it's, a, it's a tell-all book and, yeah, and yeah. something to make us smile for a moment before we refocus on uh, the killing of American soldiers, uh, uh, Russian bounties, uh, yeah. and inaction by the president about that, as well as in his inaction and dangerous lies about the pandemic mm-hmm. uh, these are huge unforgivable things that we must never take our focus on off of no matter what may crop up in the news absolutely and you know i want to talk also about the uh, ppp loans going to trump related businesses to right. people uh, jared kushner and other oh, oh my god there are a couple that will knock your socks off as far as being like oh my god those people are taking government money we're going to talk about all of that here coming up in in just a second but first the dramatic rise in covid-19 infections and hospitalizations are blowing us away i mean they're skyrocketing in some states half the states in fact in the nation including some of our largest most populated states have increased case loads California has already mandated wearing face masks when outdoors. Even the governor of Texas is strongly advocating wearing face masks. How do you keep yourself and your family safe? Where do you get your masks? Well, beyond face masks, one of the biggest carriers of bacteria and viruses are your cell phones. But the clean phone and its use of UVC light technology, the same technology used in hospitals to keep your first responders safe, can sa- you can sanitize your phone, your earbuds, your jewelry, your credit cards, even car and house keys in just a matter of minutes, killing 99.99% of all bacteria and viruses as well. Right now, the clean phone comes with free two-day shipping, and you can add KN95 masks to your order. Go to thenewdealshop.com. Go to thenewdealshop.com and purchase the clean phone now. Get one for your phone and another for your office. Go to thenewdealshop.com and order the clean phone and stock up on KN95 masks. The New Deal Shop. Dot com. That's the address. Write it down. Remember it. Meanwhile, you know what people tend to hate when unauthorized photos of themselves appear on social media, especially on Facebook. You want to be able to approve your own photos because what happens is you go back and you see these photos popping up and you go, oh my God, I can't believe I look that horrible. Well, here's what you want to do too. You got to make sure your people know when to post your photos, when to ask your permission, but you also need to get your hands on some Plexiderm. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags, makes you look better in every damn social media photo. Plexiderm goes on 
unclear and lasts for hours, so nobody is going to know your secret. Go to TryPlexiderm.com, use my code VOICES for half off a full-size bottle of Plexiderm, plus an additional $10 off. Or try a $14.95 trial package today by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning the code VOICES. Again, visit TryPlexiderm.com, use my code VOICES for half off a full-size bottle, plus an additional $10 off. Or try a $14.95 trial package when you use the code VOICES. Thank you. From Bollybore, Maryland, this is uh, Flying Jacob. Brand new music here on the show, a song called You Consume Me from their Renew EP. It, uh, God, it makes me Love think it. of uh, well-known strangers, makes me think of The Bitter Elegance. It's uh, just such a wonderful band. It's immensely powerful. I- Lots of music available, too, digitally for you as well. I love I love from the gut music like this, oh, oh, man, yeah. and that's that's really what it is. Oh God, I can't wait to play much more of uh, Flying Jacob here on the show. Brand new favorite of mine. Thank you for submitting uh, to bobseska.com slash music. All of you, you got a band? If you're a recording artist, submit and uh, we'll play your stuff here on the show. Thank in, you for doing that. In, in fact, if you don't have a band, uh, you might think about starting one just for this. <laughs> There you go. And please only submit your own music. Don't submit someone else's music. So uh, let's see. Who got PPP loans from our tax money that we earned? Uh, Probably people who would otherwise criticize something like this. And uh, putting the punchline ahead of the uh, actual joke here, the Ayn Rand Institute. Named for (laughs) uh, conservative philosopher, libertarian objectivist, Ayn Rand. Received a loan of between three hundred fifty thousand and one million dollars, which it called partial restitution for government inflicted losses. How about that for an excuse to uh, completely abandon your principles, right? And and at least seven members of Congress got, or their spouses got loans. I mean, you, you could go on. And there's a lot of anecdotal, and you'll you'll see the left and right arguing uh, back and forth. Uh, the right will point out that uh, Planned Parenthood got some money. Yeah. Uh, which they've been asked to return. Uh, likewise, the uh, defense contractors and gun companies and fossil fuel companies got got money in this. Uh, big big chain companies got money. And here's the thing: we we can argue back and forth all day and and, and audit the list of who got money and who didn't. And uh, there are quite a few on there who who shouldn't have. But here's the real scandal: is that these companies were allowed to self certify as, as being qualified for these loans. Do you honestly qualify for this loan? Why? Yes, I do. Uh, and and that that's there was a lot of that. And there's no double checking in the cases where the Treasury Department or the Small Business Administration has asked for the money back. Uh, that's been the end of it. They send a letter saying, "Gee, we'd like that money back uh, if you don't mind too much." And there, as far as who's returned money or what the enforcement might be to make sure that they do, there is not. I mean, where the problem here comes in is not only the hypocrisy. We're talking about small government conservatives taking all kinds of government money. At the same time, we're also talking about lobbyists connected to Mm -hmm. Donald Trump who are Mm -hmm. actively pushing for money to go to these Trump-related businesses. Conflicts conflicts of interest, yes. Absolutely. Iron Gate ASREP BWLLC. Talk about branding that is a great brand right there Trump, trump's uh, that's a trump business partner you, you, you should hear their jingle <laughs> that's right uh that's his uh, residential tower in waikiki hawaii 
Yeah. Uh, they received a loan from the PPP program in the range of $2 million to $5 million, according to data released on Monday. Uh, a company with a name matching one of the one listed on the financial disclosures of edu- Education Secretary Betsy DeVos received at least $6 million, the data shows. But you know what? Uh, going back to Irongate Azra BWLLC, you know, that catchy titled <laughs> company there. You, you know their jingle, kids. But again, I mean, it's one of those things where it's not an actual Trump-owned building in right. Waikiki. Right. It's, it's someone else built the building, and then they licensed the Trump name, the Trump brand, to go along even, with that building, right? Even back in New York, a lot of his yeah. tenants uh, are businesses that got loans through this through this program. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, the, South Korea's airline, uh, Korean Air, got uh, uh, loan money. Now, yeah. it's between, it says it's between 5 and $10 million. And on the subject of how much money these people got, this is the amount of money they applied for and were, I guess, self-approved for. But it doesn't mean that they necessarily drew the money. So before yeah. we start condemning certain businesses or boycotting them or worse, <laughs> uh, let's be sure we get the facts because we don't know how much money some of these entities actually got. These were these were the amounts they were approved for. They could have drawn that much. You know, in some cases, from what I've seen, it's very confusing, but from what I've seen, some companies drew less than what they were approved for, and some drew much more. Yeah. Uh, and, and so what we have on most of these companies <clears throat> is a range of figures uh, that they could have gotten, but we don't know the precise amounts yet. Uh, there are more calls for more transparency. Uh, but uh, what transparency we have was forced upon the administration by pressure from Congress and, hello, journalists. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a good point. The problem is, though, that it's still, we're still talking about small government conservatives who at least, I mean, again, the small government is in quotes because they're not really right. small government conservatives. Oh, it's, oh, the, yeah. it's, it's the it's, hypocrisy, it's, stupid. That's the. It's, <laughs> there, there, there's hypocrisy, there's conflict of interest. Yeah. But. It, it, you know, it's it's. It, there's a lot of there are a lot of companies in there. There are a lot of companies in there, Bob, who didn't even bother to pledge that they would use the money for salaries, either to retain, uh, rehire, or hire new employees, which was one of the conditions of the loan. Well, again, you talk about hypocrisy here. Uh, Grover Norquist and his Americans for Tax Reform Foundation took, right. got between one hundred fifty thousand and three hundred fifty thousand dollars borrowed from PPP. Now, again, Grover Norquist is the guy who wants to shrink government down small enough to be drowned in the bathtub. I think that's how yeah, his right, thing right. goes. That's a, that's what he wants but to do. He wants to kill government. He'll take the government money. Thank you. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, no. And there's there's a lot of that in here. Like you said, Trump properties, uh, companies connected to Trump. Uh, his the lawyer who represented him. The Mueller investigation yeah. got a loan. I mean, this thing, and and you know, like I said, but I'm hearing uh, about liberal causes and uh, Democratic uh, lawmakers who were also uh, had their fingers in this thing to some degree. Uh, it, it the, the point is the whole thing is corrupt, uh, uh, and uh, the, you know, some of the worst of it is uh, the conflict of interest that involves the current power structure and the president of the United States. Well, you remember TARP. You remember how TARP worked yes, out right, with, right. at the end of the Bush administration during the financial uh, meltdown. Uh, and then again, I think there was a second TARP during uh, the first year of Obama. What was going on there, though, is entirely different insofar as, yeah, they were loans that were going out. Uh, I mean, and, and I think I don't know. I can't remember the full total of the TARP program. It was in the trillions. And so that was um, one of those cases where uh, you could actually chart, you could actually see online every dollar that was borrowed and every dollar that was paid back right. from the beginning. There was full transparency, even on behalf of the, the Bush Treasury Department, for God's sake. I mean, they were into it. They developed that process. Now, with Trump, it, you know, it just drops after pressure. We finally get to a list of who got what or who asked for what and you begin to wonder again we're talking about an administration and specifically a president who has been just gratuitously stealing taxpayer money right. whether it's through right. his uh paid to his various golf resorts oh, or you know and, and and does anybody think really that this will be fully transparent at any point i don't we'll no, never get the no. full truth this is a filtered version of the truth and even it's pretty bad yeah uh it it, it all goes back to the same thing it all goes back to Trump, who, as you said, cheats at everything. Uh, and and the, as soon as we can get him out of office, and apparently we're going to have to wait for the election. 
Uh, yes, he, Damn it. he said with with he said with some resentment toward <laughs> democracy. Uh, uh, since it looks like nothing else is going to be done, uh, yeah. no other reason apparently for him to leave. Mm-hmm. And, and as you said, he certainly isn't going to change his brand. So we're we're in for the next uh, four months uh, until the election, and then and then the horrible months that follow of. Uh, uh, when he's steamed about losing, uh, but still holds uh, the nuclear codes. Oh, yeah, those horrible months. Here's something that isn't really getting broadly discussed, only because I think we've just kind of given up. Like, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what he does. He keeps doing it no matter how much we scream about it. He's still going to keep doing it. And I'm talking about doing flagrantly political speeches in oh, yeah. government-financed yeah. forums, doing his mean, rallies. Yeah, yeah. You mean rallies? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That stuff at the at Mount Rushmore, his sermon at Mount Rushmore, and uh, his uh, appearance uh, with the fireworks, uh, and and in the Rose Garden on on the day itself. Oh yeah, uh, purely campaign rallies. That's all they were. Yeah, yeah. But again, these are all flagrant campaign finance yes. violations. Yes, yes. at yeah. taxpayer expense. Yes. Exactly. And we've just all kind of gone, well, I guess Bill Barr is going to protect him from any sort of indictments along those lines, any sort of well, penalization. Well, don't you think? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I obviously. I, I'm, 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 I never, uh, you know, I'm not happy with people who give up. And I'm not, I don't think I'm giving up, but I think, uh, what is the, you know, uh, help me uh, understand the things I, I can change and uh, leave the things alone I can't or however right, that right. goes. Uh, to a certain degree, it's that there are certain things we can't do much about. There are a lot. There's a lot we can do. We can investigate. We can expose. We can continue to point out. We can protest. We can, you know, campaign. There are a lot of things we can do. But there, as we have learned over these years, a lot of things we apparently can't do uh, <laughs> until the election itself. That's right. So uh, what we we do have to keep fighting. We do have to keep resisting. We do have to keep him in check. But at the same time, I think we have to acknowledge that. Yeah, that's Trump. Yeah, yeah. And I I just hope, I guess the reason I'm bringing this up is I hope that at least someone somewhere at the Federal Elections Commission is at least jotting this down. Like, oh, yeah. maybe we ought to look into that once we're not fearing for our jobs. Maybe. Once <laughs> once maybe. it's going to be okay to actually well. investigate something like this. And Bill Barr is out of the way. Donald Trump is out of the way. But at least we can investigate, maybe hold some people accountable for uh, essentially yeah. what, well. what amounts to stealing taxpayer money in order to do political rallies that's what he's doing and so the, the yeah. f the fec is a mess right now and it yeah. won't be until there's a new president that it can be fixed but as you said there may be somebody there taking notes and i think that's true in almost every uh, every department or agency of government i saw a, a thought-provoking question on twitter maybe mm-hmm. you've seen it before i don't think it was the first time it had been posed but it's a good question because it's such a hard question. Yeah. I know what my answer was pretty instantly, but I'm not convinced that it was the correct first choice. Here's the question. What's the first thing Joe Biden should do as oh, president? Wow. That is yeah, a really right? good question. Yeah, because I've know, got about a hard. thousand different things that he I know. <laughs> I know. And it's where do you start? The first thing that came to my head was get the kids out of cages. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know why, because there are so many, and that's certainly, I, but that's the one that I think struck at our hearts harder mm-hmm. than anything uh, that's occurred, any cruelty that's been uh, delivered during this administration. Yeah. That was maybe the toughest to take. And, you know, obviously the pandemic and the, and the economy and the, <laughs> the environment. Are yeah, you, they, wait, I mean, are you yada yadying the, the yeah, pandemic? They, no, no, I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm. I, I'm expressing weariness at the length of the list of things we have to do. Yep. Fortunately, if you're president, you can delegate a whole lot of people and agencies to do those things. That's true. So uh, the, it, it, we, what we need is somebody in there who can mobilize this, and, and hopefully we're about to get that, especially if Trump keeps making things worse for Trump so long as he doesn't destroy America in the process. Right, right. Yeah, I, th- I completely agree with you. I think the first thing is to end that family separation program. And and I know Donald Trump signed well, an executive order to end it, but it's still going on. I think since then there's, I, what, like a di- maybe a thousand different children yes. who are separated yeah. from their parents now? Yeah, at least a right thousand now. kids. Yeah. Uh, but, but I'm all for uh, separating the Trump family. I think that would be... <laughs> 
separate that cells. That would be all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. separate cells yeah. ought to do. Separate prisons. I think you need to spread them out across the country. Uh, <laughs> that'll be effective. But yeah, and yeah. I think second is establishing a national prevention program for the coronavirus, provided yep. that there yep. is no vaccine at that point, uh, uh, right. commencing on uh, January 20th. So I think uh, those two things third. have got to be national. Pro- what, what do you think for third? Thir- for third, uh, tell Russia to stop fucking around. There you go. That's another you know, one. I, yeah. t- tell them tell them we're done with that stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know it's it, it stops here or else. Uh, there there are a lot of ways they can mess with us. We have far more ways to mess with them if only we did. Yeah. Uh, and and I think we can nip that in the bud before it it gets too much further. Uh, if we begin to draw a line, and this will, would set a wonderful example for the rest of the world to be able to draw that line as well. And then what? Maybe for the environment? I don't know. I'm sure I'm leaving stuff out. There's gun violence. I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah. But there's, yeah. And there's there's just so much to correct from uh, this administration. But I know people have been taking notes on that and have made their own various lists. Yeah, and I wonder, I don't think anything can specifically be decreed by you know, would-be President Joe Biden as far as the Department of Justice goes and some of the abandoned investigations, thanks to Bill Barr. But that'll be something that'll have to be tackled by the Attorney General, maybe right away. Exactly. So you put the right Attorney General in there, you don't have to tell them what to do. They Mm -hmm. know. But there's one thing that I think Joe Biden can do along those lines, and I do think that this needs to be a slate of things that comes from the White House specifically, and that is maybe somewhere in the top 10 in terms of the answers to the question. Somewhere in the top 10 has got to be a slate of presidential reforms yes, to make sure yes, that yes, that yes. is, I mean, at some point, Joe Biden's going to have to use his political capital in that first year to introduce, I don't even know, maybe a series of uh, constitutional amendments that reform Whatever. the presidency. Yeah, that, that block everything, all of the loopholes that Trump exposed, those need to be filled in. And again, mm-hmm. coming from the president himself at that point will make right. it even more valid because several things that I think Joe Biden can achieve is to basically throw the presidency under the bus a little bit and say, yes, you know, I'm Certainly. the president, but I do think that we need to reform this office in order to preserve it and to protect the American people from any future would-be despots and tyrants, more Trumps, so to speak, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, certainly. I mean, if top ten, if not top five, I yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, we're going to talk about coronavirus here. A bunch of uh, important people have tested positive in the past uh, couple of days. You want to talk about that and a whole lot more. One last break, and we'll wrap up the show right after these words. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items, too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska! This is uh, Peter McDade and Monkey Hole. The name of the band is Monkey Hole. Sure, sure. Mom, I've named the band Monkey Hole. <laughs> Once again, this is Monkey Hole. <laughs> and a song called Behind Door Number 2 from the Weight of Sound soundtrack. It's uh, actually a soundtrack goes along with Peter McDade's book. 
called The Way wow. to Sound. So, yeah. Really interesting. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Really great. Uh, BobSuska.com slash music to submit. Uh, we did an indie music countdown right at the end of the, uh, or right before the vacation. So if you haven't heard our June indie music countdown, you've got to go and listen. Please subscribe. Five-star rating and review if you'd like. So thank you for doing that in advance. Okay. So moving along here, we now have more than 130,000 uh, deaths on Donald Trump's watch. Uh, 131,000, I think we're coming up on here. Right. Uh, total confirmed cases, 2.9 million and climbing. Yeah, this is, uh, Buzz, this is an immense embarrassment. I mean, on top of the human tragedy, the tragedy in lives, the embarrassment to the United States is breathtaking, mm-hmm. isn't it? Let me let me blow your mind a little bit more. Okay. We have, uh, and we may cross this threshold today, I'm waiting for a number to come up here, but we may cross the uh, 3 million cases threshold today. Now, these are, right. as you know, confirmed uh, tests, confirmed cases. Yeah. So 3 million. And, and again, remember, it was just last week that the CDC, I believe, repeated uh, their belief that the infection rate is actually 10 times greater than that. So we're talking about 30 million people Jesus. carrying the virus. Many of them not wearing masks or social distancing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this, oh man, if you, I've heard the latest estimate I've heard is uh, 500,000 new cases a day uh, are on the horizon for the United States yeah. because of its lack of action, because of its lack of a coordinated response, mm-hmm. unlike any other country in the world. Other countries now, and I said this in my news last week, I think, or the week before, uh, uh, Europeans now view us as unclean yeah. uh, and, and reckless. <laughs> And so they don't want us coming to their their shores. Mexico has closed its border with Arizona because Arizona's on fire with the virus, and uh, Mexico wants no part of that. Mm. So maybe uh, somebody's—I heard I was steal somebody else's joke. Maybe Mexico will pay for the wall. Yeah. Again, the president sets the tone for the whole country when the president yep. says prematurely. Again, we were mm. at the top of the what was then known as the peak of the first wave, but we're not even out of the first wave yet. But at that point, at that initial peak, Donald Trump said, yes, let's reopen. Let's uh, open up the economy. Uh, Screw social distancing. We're going to stick everyone closer together. We're going to put the press closer together. We're not going to wear masks. and No one should wear masks. In fact, people who wear masks are only doing it to voice their disapproval of Donald Trump because everything has to be seen through the prism of either pro-Trump or anti-Trump. Nothing can just be Nothing to do with Donald Trump. That He doesn't recognize that category. Right, that this right. isn't about you and your stupid fucking brand, you fucking psychotic, crazy person. But, this is but about, yeah, this is about safety, common sense. Exactly. He could have saved lives by setting a good example. Yes. I, I, I'm so uh, struck by uh, the profundity, I think, of this news update that I posted today. It says, after months of dismissing the coronavirus as a flu and ignoring safety protocols, the president of Brazil has now tested positive for COVID-19. <laughs> Gee, who does that sound like? <laughs> yeah, I know. I you know. know I, oh, my God. And the crazy thing is, if if Trump ever ends up with the coronavirus, if he ends up testing positive, I mean, he may have already tested positive at some point in and the past. we just don't know. We yeah. just will, we will never know. Because the craziest thing about the Trump legacy, the entire Trump brand as president is that he can make up anything and 40 percent of voters are going to believe it he can just say hey you know what I'm going to start making jetpacks made of beef and everyone will go yay oh my god Trump made jetpacks made of beef greatest president ever made of Trump steak actually (laughs) yes it doesn't matter whether he actually does it all he has to do is say that he did it or didn't do it and then that's COVID yeah his, his COVID test results are being stored at Area 52. <laughs> That's right. Meanwhile, uh, the mayor of Atlanta, Keisha Lance Bottoms, yes, who yes, was on the yes. short list for vice president, uh, she also mm-hmm. tested positive. She is As ace- did her husband. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. And they were both, I mean, they claim they were both being extraordinarily careful, mm-hmm. social distancing, wearing masks yep. and all the rest of it. Yep. it sometimes, was. man, life finds a way, as Ian Malcolm said in Jurassic Park. I'm seeing more cases uh, where, like this where the person says, look, I did everything right yeah i followed every rule and i still got it now i don't want people to be frightened because i think this is an extremely rare instance but how does this happen it may be connected to the new 
science, we learned this week that although the small droplets that come out of our mouths when we speak or breathe uh, come, come out of our nose, uh, the, the large, the, these droplets, the larger droplets fall to the ground within six feet, hence the six feet distancing. Yeah. But what we've learned now is there are much finer particles, especially expelled when we cough or sneeze, that go much, much farther and linger in the air for hours in an indoor setting with poor circulation. Mm. Almost any small indoor place would be very bad. And the more crowded that place is, like a bar, uh, the more the worse that that is. And that's why we're seeing you know, bars and other uh, venues of that sort where people are crowded together uh, closing down again. Yeah. Speaking of bars, isn't that where Kimberly Guilfoyle and Junior were hanging out when Kimberly Guilfoyle ended up getting it? Uh, again, I don't know. I mean, I, I, everyone's saying, well, Junior tested negative, but it's entirely possible that Junior tested positive. They're just not telling anybody. So there's, Here's, there's that, too. Here's, you know, and I don't know, I haven't been able to find any more details on this. And, you know, it's not important, but I'm curious anyway. Mm. When Kimberly and, and uh, Guilfoyle and uh, Donald Trump Jr., uh, I believe, flew in early. Uh, they did not travel with the president to yeah. South South Dakota for the 4th of July thing. I see. And when the, she got there, she found out uh, that uh, she'd tested positive. So they both needed to go into quarantine. So uh, this is my favorite part of the story. They they made a road trip back to D.C. from South Dakota. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, what a movie. Wouldn't it be a good movie maybe? Uh, uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle and Donald Trump Jr. in a car uh, driving cross-country from South Dakota to Washington, D.C. I, I, you know, they probably had a driver, I, I'm sure. Uh, but let's say they didn't and they had to decide who was going to get out and pump gas. You know, I, I don't know. I just... I think it would be amusing. I, it's just that's what I'd like to see. Yeah, hopefully, maybe they put Junior in a little dog carrier strapped to the roof. That'd be <laughs> like pull a Mitt Romney with Junior, just stick him up there. That's the way. That's exactly his what I would do because I couldn't deal tongue, with <laughs> yeah, his tongue hanging out in the wind. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but of course, here we are once again, uh, fiction bashing up against factual reality. Yeah, I mean, sure. the, the Trumps hitting the Trumps point blank with Kimberly Guilfoyle, maybe Junior. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump himself, like right. uh, uh, disproving the entire bullshit notion that this is somehow a hoax, or like that guy who who was screaming at the Grim Reapers we were talking about before, uh, <laughs> who was saying that this is all a conspiracy involving China and the Bidens, that somehow the Bidens. Yeah picked up the virus from China, China and brought it to the United States in order to make Donald Trump look bad. I mean, that's the kind of fiction that they're dealing with. It's so unbelievably stupid, and you really have to be completely out to lunch in order to be buying into this crap. Uh, but we're, again, yeah. We're, we're going to need, like, uh, mass, uh, I don't know, lobotomies, mass, <laughs> mass chip implantation i don't yeah, know any yeah. way to fix people whose thinking is so indelibly wrong uh now that they have their numbers have grown to the size that they have right right and roger stone by the way begging uh, to not be locked up in prison later this month because of the coronavirus so the virus right. exists when it's useful that's all oh, right they yeah. will acknowledge it but, you know, the, the president's uh, new approach with all of this now is to, is to just live with the virus. You guys, you people just right. live with it, deal with it, and it'll eventually go away miraculously or there'll be a vaccine or yeah, whatever. He's still saying, he's still saying yeah. that even as we cross the 3 million or is it 30 million uh, cases, Mark. Yeah. It's, just, it's absolutely absurd. You're right about the Republicans only squealing uh, when it affects them. Uh, Chuck Grassley and at least one other Republican senator uh, who's age 80, have said they will not be going to the Republican National Convention this nope. year because of coronavirus. So, yeah, when it's them, uh, they, they're they all interested in protection. When it's you, uh, protection, not so much an issue. I can't wait to see that convention. It is going to be <laughs> something to I, behold. I'm hearing more and more that it may not happen at all. Uh, yeah. Much much like the sports seasons we're hearing <laughs> announced now. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play ball on such and such date. Yeah, sure you are. Let's wait and see. <laughs> Let, let's wait and see until we get the, to that date. And I think I think the Republican convention teeters on that possibility. Uh, not only are people afraid to go, but uh, and the city doesn't want it. The people of the city don't want it. The city hall 
wants the convention in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, and the local businesses want it. They think this is going to save them from whatever damage they endured during the initial shutdown. So they're all for having the convention there. The people of Jacksonville are not as red as that city is. Uh, they're against having it there. And I, I think that because now Jacksonville has a mandatory mask rule and Trump moved the convention to Jacksonville <laughs> because it didn't have a mask rule, well, you know, so I, I'm, I'm, I too, you know, let's make some popcorn. We'll sit back and see how this unfolds. Yeah. But I'd be surprised to a certain extent if there even is a convention. Oh, you know what? I really hope it gets canceled. I, I hope they get rid of it. You know why? It's not right. necessarily, this is how vindictive I've become. It's not really about the political ramifications of not having a convention. To right. me, the reason I want this convention to be canceled is because all of those Trump delegates having uh-huh. to swallow all of those cancellation fees. That's what I want to yeah. see. I yeah. want to see Donald Trump costing his own delegates piles and piles of cash when they have to cancel their flights and cancel their hotel rooms and deal with all of those online Where? booking websites that always charge fees when you have to back out at the last minute. That's Whereas, why I want it to be canceled. Whereas the Democrats uh, have planned a virtual convention all along. <laughs> See? The Republicans, the Republicans are getting a virtual convention at real convention prices. <laughs> they always say, "I don't belong to an organized political party. I'm a Democrat." Well, you know what? All of that's getting reversed this year. <laughs> and I paid off. Joe Biden's probably not going to end up doing any rallies uh, as long as we're in right. this whatever this second and, spike and, of the first and, wave. And if Trump keeps behaving as he does. Joe Biden won't have to have any rallies. I know, and that's the key of the entire electoral political mm-hmm. strategy for the Biden campaign. Just let, it. let him hang himself. That's it's working. It's <laughs> yes. working. Give him more to rope. Point lead. Yep. That's great. All right. Well, you know what? Our Patreon page still exists, bobseskashow.com. Please go there, subscribe, support this program. If you subscribe for $5 a month, you're going to get the postmortem show bonus content for you. That's two postmortem shows per week, every Tuesday and Thursday. When this music is done playing, we just keep on talking and we make that, you know, its own little teeny tiny show, about 20 minutes long. And we put that on our Patreon page, the postmortem show. If you sign up for $10 a month, however, you not only get the postmortem shows twice a week, but you also get the Friday. Friday after party program. Sign up at $15 a month. You get all that stuff. Two postmortem shows, the after party on Friday. Plus, we take out all of the copious commercials out of the show uh, for your convenience and your listening enjoyment. So please subscribe on our Patreon page, bobseskashow.com. Meanwhile, make sure a five-star rating and review for Buzz Burbank News and Comment. It's the best hour of news you're going to hear all week on Thursdays. So get it wherever you get your podcasts. There's that too. Plus the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and the entire roster of Sexy Liberal shows at sexyliberal.com. Make sure to subscribe. Why don't you? You can do it for free on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And that's it. We're going to do the postmortem show coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow. Oh, Greg Mitchell, author Greg Mitchell on the interview show Wednesday. Take care, folks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.